calling the dogs with Chancey and Chi, and we won a game against a very bad football team this weekend, but it felt really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it feels good to get any kind of win right now, to be honest with you. I mean, we, they're not exactly the easiest things to come by in this day and age, but uh, it, it was it was nice to go into a game and play the game complete and there just not be much stress. I mean, we really controlled the game top to bottom. I mean, we had a couple moments. I mean, you're going to have some moments in a game, but really felt like we, we did well across the board in all three phases. We pretty much pretty much controlled the whole thing, as we should have because their team, A, was not good before the whole coaching uh before the whole coaching change and Bobo was put in as interim uh, after Will Munchamp got let go. But then they also had some of their best guys get uh, drop out or, or like opt out of the, uh, the remainder of the season or whatever the case is. So uh, they were pretty, pretty wiped out. Yeah. They didn't have uh, pretty much their two best. I mean, they, they didn't have their two best defenders from a, you know, defensive back standpoint. You know, we talked about that and, I mean, they're a depleted team. Yeah, they got Bobo, you know, doing the interim head coach, everything like that. Um, still, at the same time, they still did have some players that were, you know, pretty capable. And I think that, you know, what we did is we we came out there and we had, like we talked about, we had some of the revenge factor. And then we also did, did what I really thought we were going to do as far as, okay, we're not trying to be a run – run only team but we have to run I mean we need to run the ball that's part of I mean you know if we're going to be successful as an offense you have to run the ball at least a little bit I mean I and I think we're going to eventually move into you know we're going to see a little bit more of a passing game or or, or be shaded more towards a passing game I mean Munkin's that's I mean we're seeing that happen right in front of our eyes with Munkin Uh, but at the same time it don't hurt nobody whenever you get 330 yards on the ground that can that's only a good thing so, I mean, that means you control the football game. Obviously, it didn't hurt us as far as scoring points. I think we had, uh, what was it, we had two uh, rushing touchdowns from outside of the 20-yard line. Uh, so, I mean, James Cook and Zeus both split up the middle on a couple of those and uh, made it look easy. And so, I I don't know, man. It's uh, It was kind of, I would consider it to be the most complete game we played all year. Oh, yeah. I mean, Cook, uh, your, your favorite player, he – he just had a he just had he had a heyday uh, just but just huge huge gashes at one time I don't know if he ended the game with it he's averaging like 17 yards of play or something like that I mean obviously they all came on big big runs and and stuff like that but uh, just great to see the guys playing well getting some chemistry on the offensive line really just kind of manhandled uh, them up front all game they could they couldn't stop anything I mean we were just we were able to move the ball pr- pretty easily. And uh, and so I, that was nice to see, and really didn't need to see. JT just didn't have to do much. I mean, there wasn't much that he we had to watch him do. He he pretty much had to win the game for us last week against Mississippi State. But um, but anyway, he it was nice to see. He, he got to throw it around a little bit, made some good throws, had some had some errant throws, some throws that he would definitely want back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but he didn't have to throw that much, so. The run game, it was good to see us bounce back in a major way because, God bless, it was rough uh, rough last week. So we, we definitely needed that. Yeah, and, and honestly, uh, so something you <laughs> noted a second ago, 
Uh, yeah, uh, pretty sure. Yeah, Cook did finish with 17, 17.3 uh, yards per carry uh, and six, 104 yards on six uh, six carries uh, with a couple touchdowns. I mean, that's a pretty good stat line there. And, I mean, yeah, his first 100-yard game <clears throat> of his career. And, I mean, yeah, I, I, I've ragged on Cook in the past and, and as far as, you know, what he's going to be able to contribute. And I, I think he's obviously has flashed that athleticism his entire time it's just you know the consistency is what killed killed me you know with cooks i mean that's where i basically it's just a trust factor it's not so much like i don't think he has the ability it's like do i trust him to go out and make that play uh nine times out of ten you know and and so i'm happy to see him starting to come into his own he still is weirdly one of our our buds in our group text pointed this out but he just is still runs so similarly to keith marshall he straight just up. looks like he's not – yeah, he's straight up. He does not look like he's running at all. He just looks like he's gliding. And, I, I mean, I appreciate the fact that he, he can do that and still be uh, ridiculously fast. <laughs> um, but it's, it is it is an interesting thing. He's also, also shown that he can be a threat, a receiving threat out of the backfield too. Uh, so, I mean, uh, you know, all in all, offensive side of the ball was clicking on all the cylinders. Defense, like you said – Started off a little scary at, at times, you know. A couple times we struggled. I mean, I say that we got out to what a twenty-one to nothing lead, so it was it, it was bound to happen at some point where they were going to score. Uh, but I think that what we saw was the defense tightened up, call, offense kept on clicking, and uh, we had a little bit more extra emotional uh, uh, motivation in this game too, which which added to it, which was nice. Well, and, and to kind of piggyback on your cook point real quick, I, I think Munkin has just done a better job this year he's kind of had to figure cook out it seems like i think part of it too is we're kind of getting into some we were we started out heavy on on the teams we play in terms of their their talent but i think you see the play calling around cook change over the course of the year munkin kind of figures out who he is as a player and you mm-hmm. see his the, the plays that he is involved in on those third downs he's our third down bag because he is that threat that we can put him on the outside we're finally starting to put him uh, out in open space a little better because he's not a guy that's just going to obviously power through a uh, or the, the middle. Um, but we were just making gashes so big that anybody could have could have ran through him. But uh, thought that uh, I thought that, I thought all the guys really played well. Nice to see uh, uh, Dijon Edwards get out and play some too. I, I wish he could have kept that that's touchdown. Right, a little counting boy, man. Exactly. Yeah, right. so, we should have let him score then. And that and I and I hated that. That was that was a. Uh, that was Kirby being good to his to his guy Bobo and and all that kind of stuff, but um, but you hate that he had got that one pulled back for I can't remember who held on that play, but um, but but anyway, it, it was just it, it was a good just a good just a good game on the ground um across the board. And another thing I wanted to say is just on the offensive side, uh, talking about uh, JT, it's fun to see Pickens just. I think Pickens has it's definitely been established that Pickens is not a leader or anything like that. The guy thrives off of who his quarterback is, and he becomes that guy when somebody they're getting the ball to him. But it's good to see JT kind of figure him out and just getting the ball to him. And, and there's there's a chemistry there that's kind of allowing him to bubble back up. And he's playing – when the ball comes his way, he's playing at a different level in terms of going up and getting the ball, mm-hmm. being more uh, – 
animated and, 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 and playing well. And obviously that's going to happen when you're getting the ball, but it's just good to see that. And um, But he did have, like I said, had a couple throws, but that we definitely shouldn't have. That one interception was just stupid. I mean, that <laughs> I, I didn't even realize that it even I, got I hate picked that that off. Even like, yeah, I hate that that even counted against him. What was it, 10 seconds left in the second half? I mean, se- uh, second quarter? Well, and that was a thing. We were going down to try to kick a field goal before the end of the half, and uh, after we had after we had gotten the ball and, uh, and, and we were moving, we were moving down the field and, and just, uh, it was just underthrown. And that's been, and that's been JT's thing. He's kind of just under, been underthrowing balls, which to me, there's a time the, the funny thing is he hadn't played football in a year, truly uh year plus really. And, um, and then all of a sudden is, uh, I mean, he's, really has pretty good timing and there's just a few moments where you see that he's not 100 percent back in terms of his timing knowing where his guys are at and, and you can contribute that you don't know if that's the receiver or him but under throwing some of those those balls but um but i'm i'm pretty excited of the trajectory that we're going and uh that that, that touchdown to uh arian smith too was good to see yeah. um good to see him on the field too so i i, I the last couple games having jt throwing the ball around and seeing our receivers starting to get some confidence, our younger guys, I'm like, okay, it looks like we're going to have some weapons if we can keep these guys healthy. You know, JT really – I mean, he, he missed a couple of throws. I mean, I would say the only one that I would say was a, a, a pretty good blemish was whenever he shorted the ball to Burton down the sideline. Other than that, man, I mean, the guy has played about – I mean, like you said, for, for not having – Played essentially played football in, in over a year, and for him to be coming out and, and already have that chemistry and and he's he was known at USC and at Modern Day High School to be very accurate and I think he's come out and shown that. Uh, I think the the power and the strength is going to come with time. I mean, once he gets more reps and more practice with these guys, and obviously gets more in the weight room, especially in the off season. Um, I'm sorry, I've got the highlights running. And it just showed the Jalen Carter play where he just moved uh, like five people and and almost still sacked the quarterback. That guy's going to be a nightmare. We're, we're going to get mean, to him. We're going to get yeah, to him. Yeah, we're, we're going to get to him. I just saw it, and it got me excited. I put him as my iPhone background throwing up the deuces <laughs> the other day. I'm, I'm very excited about him. Uh, but back to JT real quick. But I just respect the fact that I mean, I just think that, yes, what he's done so far, his ability and his talent has gotten him to this point, and he can – he can. I mean, he's going to just only get better and better from here. And and like we talked about the other day, I mean, at this point, you just got to hope and pray and uh, that, that, that he comes back next year, which I think he will. I, I think there's a good chance he will. I mean, you, you want to be in that – I mean, be rehabbing the knee. I mean, really, the, only guy, the guy's only had a season and – what two games now or three games now? Uh, but, under the, his belt? but this is not. But this and this is not the draft that he wants to to go no. into. No, this is not the draft he wants to go into. So he goes into a, um, and this this year's draft is going to be a conversation that we're gonna that we can have at the at the end of the episode. But JT has got to come back because the guy is on a upward trend. I mean, yep. he if he stays in next year, we've got a lot of guys returning offensive weapons. I mean, for, for him, it only makes sense. I mean, that yep. that's that's been our one piece 
That is an explosive offense is what's been keeping us from going to the next level. Yeah. And so we have a we we've got guys returning on defense. We've got big players that are now seeing a lot of playing time. And he's if if he doesn't come back, I mean to me, just does doesn't make sense. People aren't really going to look at him because his two games are against Mississippi State and South Carolina, two of two of the the bottom four uh, in the SEC. And so you can't um, – no NFL team is going to look at that and say, this is our guy that we're going to go with. So, um, But anyway, but I, I'm excited. And I think he's excited too about his tra- trajectory uh, going forward. He um, he's, he's, he's a special player. Uh, and, and and I'm excited about it. I hope that I do hope that he stays. And but obviously, I, I want to back up real quick and 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 just say something. Man, I gotta give Justin Schaefer all the credit in the world. Play guy played a terrible game uh, a little over a week ago against Mississippi State, and then came out and on fire this past weekend and. May have, I mean, he may potentially have graded out the the best out of any o lineman this week. Um, ben Cleveland got SEC uh, offensive lineman of the week again. So I mean, I, I, you can make a case, and I, I mean, I think it's a pretty solid case that Ben Cleveland has been our best uh, offensive lineman all year. Um, but I, I just for the turnaround between two games and for Schaefer to to show him this game, I thought he played really well. I think our entire offensive line played very well. I mean, we, what we saw in the running game, obviously, you you grade the way for 330 yards. I think you're doing something right. But what we saw in the in the running game was what I was telling you beforehand. I was watching one of the plays, and you got guys that have, are stoned on the first level, and, uh, stoned stoned their defensive linemen, and then the, you got guys. I saw three guys that were on their guy, linebackers, and then Kenny Mack was able to weave his way through like it was. I mean, it was nothing. And and I just, it excites me to see that these guys, those guys, more so than than JT and the receivers. I mean, obviously that'll come with time. But for these guys that have actually been playing together for a while, I mean, for really to start to see some progress in the chemistry, I think that actually really bodes well for the rest of the year. Which, given we only have two two games the rest of the, <laughs> to the end of the, actually three games, if you're counting the hopefully we get the Missouri well, game. Well, as I say, hope, hopefully we get all these games because God knows you, you never know what's gonna what's gonna happen. But the easiest thing was when you go back and watch the game is you just look you just look down the, the it's the easiest way to is the, to me it's the first way you judge how the line's doing. You look at the line, obviously the 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 rushing yards but you just say okay just look down the line of scrimmage and then when they snap the ball which way does the line move and ours ours kept like we we just kept blowing through the guys i mean yep. we were just we were pushing them and and those 332 yards were not really made outside the tackles all that came on the inside it was those guys making the lanes i mean you could have drove the whole the old adage you could drove a mac truck through there and there's a couple of times you could have drove a, a large vehicle through those holes yeah, yeah. and um so it was uh it, it was good to see i mean we you have to you have to always say this was this was south carolina this is not this is one of south carolina's worst years in a long time but we still went in and and beat an sec team handily like from the first snap to the end of the game we handled them the entire time. There was a couple times defensively they were kind of messing around with us. That number nine, that Muse kid for them, 
great mm-hmm. player. I mean, yeah. I, he's he's phenomenal. Um, they got a they got a few ball ball player uh, really good ball players on their team, but I mean, for the most part, we just we just took care of them, um, um, especially offensively, which is what we want to see. And then I, I feel like we can do that for these last few games if we can just stay on that trend of like, okay, we're figuring it out. JT really is our guy. Like we're we're I just I want us to continue that that movement forward because. God, I don't want us to go to play a decent bowl game and then just show up and be like, ah, we got you. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> I, and, and I don't – it feels weird, but, like, just just having – I mean, I don't know how much of a leader, you know, JT is within the team. But, I mean, if you have that sort of chemistry and obviously guys are having fun that, because you're playing. Like, George Pickens, the Burtons, they're all having fun because they have a quarterback who's, who's throwing to them. So, regardless of if – He's the vocal leader of the team, or whatever. He has, he is out there being the field general and moving them up, up and down the field. And so I think I feel like what we've seen with, from JT has just, you know, been been something where the whole whole offense has been lifted up because of it. And, and I don't want to say it's like, you know, fixes all of our problems, but having a, a quarterback back there, a capable quarterback who obviously at least has the on field leadership uh, capabilities. Um, which I don't know. I think he. I think he does seem to carry himself well off the field. But I, if he, as long as he has that, I mean, it just feels like everything else falls into place. And and so I, quarterback is the most important position on the team. Bottom line. So I guess it is. It was that damn important for us because it does look like we're a team that has turned a corner in in a very good way. I mean, it's, and I don't want to say it completely like this, but almost like what we saw in two thousand seven. You know, whenever we went on the tear and beat Florida and Auburn and all that, uh, had a little bit of a turning point in 2012 after we lost to South Carolina. You know, things like that. So we're just seeing this team kind of come into its own. I think it's it's something to be really excited about. I wish we just had uh, one of those big big games left in front of us. Is what I wish. Yeah, because I don't know if um, I feel like we definitely could have. I, and that's the thing you can go back and, and think about those games and what they would have looked like if you had him in that situation it's like well we could have had JT on crutches yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean it doesn't it just the guy wasn't there and um but man it's exciting to see that I think next year we have our guy and uh as we as we move forward so I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it I it it really just has lifted it, it's lifted how it, how I'm watching the game, I'm, I'm excited when we get on offense. Like I'm like, okay, some, like we can. When it was third down and seven, I'm like, okay, the, I, I feel this like is okay, we, this is this is this is something that can happen. Yeah, <laughs> and because yeah. uh, and, and, we, what was our third down percentage for the game? I mean, we were it was a it was a great stat because um, I think I sent that to, I sent that in. Uh, oh, this wrong game. Uh, I'm not real good at this. Uh, eight for it? ten. Eight for ten. Like I said, yeah, we, great. We were eight for ten. I mean, that's pretty damn. Yeah, eighty percent on third down. That's pretty dang good. And so, just and, and the the type of throws that he's throwing, and like I say, I think Munkin is is just calling it so well. I've just been very happy and pleased with how he spread the ball around the field, and uh, and so it's been it's been good to see. So, offensively, I feel good. So, I um. um it, it, it is 
Exactly. Sorry, I just it made me think of this, but like it is like a burden has been lifted off of our shoulders. Like watching our <laughs> offense for half the year and all of last year has just been like, oh no, not again. <laughs> it just felt like something was just just a weight on on their shoulders, and now it's now it yeah, it's just fun, and that's that's what you wanted to be. I mean, when you watched LSU, I mean, even as just a fan of college football, I'm not an LSU fan. But when when I watched Joe Burrow and that offense play last year, and I don't want to compare JT to Joe. I mean, he had literally the best season of, of all time as a quarterback in, in college football history. But what they did was, I mean, they just made, you know, they made their offense fun, and they made it dynamic, and they made it where it was just as entertaining as hell to anybody across the country, you know, maybe sans an Alabama fan or something like that. So anyway, it's just a... Uh, I, I want to get to that point where it's like our offense is so damn good that people across the country are watching it because, wow, hey, that's Georgia's offense. But and then we still keep that defense, though, you know. Well, well, that's what I was about to say is that that's what allows us because you look at uh, the Bam, like Bama and LSU, and LSU's defense ended up turning that corner last year and playing really well. But Alabama's – and Alabama's defense has started to step up. But that's where, like, for me – we, we've had that, and we've been consistent with that, and I feel so good about our defense when our defense is healthy and, 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 on, and on all cylinders. Uh-huh. We have an offense that can keep our defense on the sideline, keep them rested, and we get back into our groove of these mass substitutions and our defense is playing well. Everybody's got a lot of experience. That's, that's going to be a game changer. I mean, literally, we are an offense that other teams, like you talked about, are scared to play, but that makes our defense better. Because our defense has had to been had to be concerned of, God, are we going to have to score points to win this game? Like, are we going to have to? Right. Like, I mean, are we? We're the only people pulling weight here, and uh, and then that's that's daunting when you're going against the two games we lost this year are against two of the best uh, offenses in college football. Yeah, and we just we just couldn't keep up. Just couldn't keep up. So uh, that true. to me that's to me that's what I that's what I feel like. It's just having him in that spot hopefully is going to lift the play of our offense, but then it helps our defense out, which honestly might even be more important to, to, <laughs> to a degree. I mean, just being, able, just being able to get first downs, like that's such a huge deal. And, uh, and seeing that 8 of 10 on third downs just had me that, – that just, that just gets you feeling a type of way that's tough to describe. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's just considering like last year that was like the most – <laughs> There's no way in hell that we were anywhere close to that last year kind of thing, right? I it is um it is interesting. What was it uh was it Rick uh, several years ago talked about energy vampires and all this stuff and it's like <laughs> I thought about that earlier because it's like okay, it, it, you know, once you get some momentum and you get some positive energy, that is that is like everybody feeds off that. I mean, the defense, like you said, the defense is going to feed off that. They see success on one side of the field, they want to match it. You know, that's that's just how, that's how a good team is supposed to happen. I mean, that's how a good – I mean, like, you know, the defense makes a turnover. Offense is like, all right, we're going to take that ball and we're going to go put it down in that end zone down there. And, you know, vice versa. So it's just kind of one of those things I, I, I like to see where – the defense sees the offense have success. They're having fun, and the defense starts to have success. And they play with, you know, they play a little looser. And that's what I like on defense. You know, you're going to see – you saw a guy like Lewis Seen 
who we talked about it before the podcast. I mean, just dude was playing out of his mind, and it, and and I felt like he was not trying to play so much. He's just playing good fundamental football and having a nose for the ball, and that's what I think. Seen is just a natural tackler. And what he's been doing too much is, is coming up and trying to grab and, and play, make sure he gets his position down more than he's trying to go get the ball. And and I feel like he played a little bit looser, was just going to get his ball. I mean, he, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he led the team in tackles. Yeah, it felt he like he did because he was everywhere. Yeah, he had, he had 12 tackles on the day. Also, Tyson Campbell got his first career interception. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that was his first one either, but uh, yeah. it was a pretty one too. I mean, yeah. just a very, just a, just a beautiful pick. But I want to talk about Saint. I mean, the guy's been knocking heads. I mean, the dude, his past few games has just been been playing wild, and uh, so I've been happy to see him step up and and get getting aggressive, man. I mean, just just really being being a force and uh, and stepping up, especially with Richie being out, being a, being a leader back there. So it's been uh, it's been good to see. Let me ask you a question, Chancy. Who do you like the most between – all right, to me, outside linebacker, our number one guy is obviously Aziz. Aziz has been a monster. He, he's been a monster for a long time. He's highly productive. And, I, I mean, everybody loves what they see from Aziz, okay? He's a clear, clear white choice. Who do you like second there? Because there's been a lot of debate there about – well, I take that back. I feel like Jermaine's kind of been the guy, the second guy in there. And, you, I mean, for the most part, we're only going to play one outside linebacker a lot of times. I mean, you'll see us bring in two and have a full pass rush on, like, a, a long third down or something like that. But for the most part, you're going to have a, a two-down lineman and then another defensive uh, defensive end on the other side. But who do you like there better, Adam Anderson or Nolan Smith? Honestly... I feel like we've we've been seeing more Adam, and and his he's been showing up more. I, I mean, I like Nolan. I, I he just hasn't he hasn't been very present. I mean, he just to, to me. This just, is actually one of his better games recently. Right. Yeah. This this and he, this first time he kind of first time he had that uh, he had that big tackle, mm-hmm. and um, on a third down or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but uh, and I was like, oh, there there he is. I was like, I just had feel like I hadn't yeah. seen him in a long time. Um, I feel like Adam has been playing better, uh, but to me, and Nolan has just been quiet. So I want Nolan to get there because I think the guy's got a pretty pretty high ceiling. He's got a higher ceiling. I yeah, think. And, and but he just he just hasn't been there. So I, I guess the, 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 that's not that doesn't answer your question at all. But um, but I, I think Adam has been playing better at that spot right now. So um, but but I do want to see Nolan get to where where I think he could be. I don't ask you questions expecting an answer. I ask you questions <laughs> expecting a summary of your feelings. <laughs> well, good because that's all. That's all I ever yeah. give. <laughs> My observation is this last game was was interesting because we saw Adam and Nolan both both make a couple of big plays. I do think that Nolan. I mean, Adam. Adam just has not. I think he's what two twenty five, two thirty. He just cannot put on more weight. It is crazy, but, I mean, he cannot. I, a lot of people, the reason I bring it up is a lot of people have just talked about how, like, why is he not playing more and all this stuff. But it's the thing is we're rotating. I mean, Aziz is getting probably, uh, you know, 
forty percent of the snaps at outside linebacker, if not maybe a little even a little less than that. And then the, uh, the rest of the percentage is going to be divided up between three three guys. So it's to me, it's you're spelling a guy pretty much every time you're going in there, and they're going to rotate. Just I mean, guys that are just got the juice to go. And I'm not I'm not going to say that Adam doesn't have the big play capability, and I think Nolan does too. But I think Nolan just is a guy who's going to be able to, to to take on a blocker a lot better than Adam is, and that's why I think Nolan Nolan is probably the better player overall. Like Adam Adam is probably a better pure pass rusher, but Nolan is a guy who's going to be able to disrupt disrupt a pass without actually getting you know getting to the quarterback or is actually better in the, in the run game, which I, I think that's probably the biggest thing is that Adam Adam is pretty weak in the run game. Um, but outside linebacker is never a bad thing whenever you have two five-stars to back up your starter. Uh, it's never a bad thing. Uh, Chance, uh, another thing I observed about our defense, my friend, can we just hats off to number 32, my friend. Monty Rice played his ass off. Did you see what he posted on Instagram? I don't think I don't see what he. I don't, what did he post? He posted a picture that goal line play. They ended up scoring eventually. Uh, I think it was their first touchdown. But that goal line play, whenever he hit uh, Doty uh, or Dotty, whatever, however you say, it, the South Carolina quarterback, right before he, you know, was going to cross the goal line on the on like the one yard line. I mean, just laid a lick. Uh, it was literally a picture of the contact and that, and he's like, "I got my son." I finally got my son or something like that. It was just, <laughs> it was just ridiculous. And, uh, and then somebody is like, somebody tag his ass or something like that. And then, uh, in the comments, I think Nolan tagged the quarterback. Jeez. <laughs> so just a lot of good fun on Instagram. I mean, they enjoyed, it was nice to see. Also, a few of them were, uh, posting pictures of them taking the, you know, some of the shrubs out of the hedges or whatever. Uh, and because they did that to us uh, last year, so it was it was cool to see that there was a little bit of like, hey, outside of us like going in and and just doing our job, which is what we hear from them uh, week in week out. I mean, they went in there and had, you know, hey, I got a chip on my shoulder because y'all beat us last year when you shouldn't have, and I didn't like that. So I mean, just I like actually feeling like these guys understand and and revel in these, these kind of rivalries, you know. Well, and that and because. That that was talked about this past week, but it was good, like you say, to see them just say, "I'm pissed, and I'm going to enjoy this a lot." And that's exactly what they did. And uh, but Monty bringing him up, guy played really well. He was he was he was finally felt like he had been struggling the last few weeks, just uh, just getting out outran <laughs> in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but he uh, but he definitely stepped up uh, definitely stepped up this past week and. And uh, and so I'm, I'm, I was happy to see that, but I definitely wanted to make sure we go back to your new uh, your new phone background and talked about uh, how Jalen Carter was just <laughs> in Doty's face the yeah. entire game. Hey, r- real quick, I want to read the caption from Monty was got one little boy now, and then he tagged somebody. He said somebody at his little ass. <laughs> 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 and uh, and then in the comments, oh wait, the comments have been deleted. But in the comments, Nolan uh, tagged the quarterback. I'm sure it got. I'm sure it got pretty ugly there pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Uh, Chance, give give me your first reaction from uh, number 88's play. Havoc. 
just pure havoc. <laughs> we talk, I feel like we talked about this a few weeks ago. We're just like, where's the, where's it at? Where's the havoc? And Jalen said, don't mind if I do. <laughs> and just wrecked shop the whole game. I mean, the guy played phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, was just just blowing up every single play. That's what you said. It was like it was like a scene from a movie that he had two guys on his shoulders and, and guys on his arm that he was just like pulling with him, <laughs> trying to get to the quarterback. I was just like, God bless. Look at this kid. He's a monster. And these are like these are two hundred eighty, three hundred pound men that he's just throwing to the side. When I see Jalen on the field, like I immediately hear like. That song down with the sickness, like the beginning, and I'm just like, "Holy hell, this guy's going to kill someone!" That's, what, I mean, I I just see him, and I'm like, "This is the prototypical defensive lineman," and yes, he may murder someone on this field, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I I, uh, I support him and and all of his endeavors. He's a he's a monster, man. Everything that he does, I mean, you could tell that he had been slowly learning, and it felt like. This game was kind of a little bit of a culmination of what you know we've seen him, you know, seen his progress throughout the year, and that's what I'm excited about is that he kind of is taking what he's learned since he's been playing. I mean, he's really been playing more so uh, probably the past like three games, right? And uh, I mean, because we've we've got guys, we've got bodies in there for the first time in a long time that can play, that can rotate in and out on the defensive line, uh, but he's been, I mean, just getting better and better every game, and then he has that one play. There was two like pulling guards. He beats his guy. He he runs over two of the pulling guards. I mean, the two of the pulling linemen that are cutting across his face. And like, probably if he had made that sack, I mean, I would probably have that on loop as my desktop on my laptop. <laughs> as my background. I mean, it's just incredible what that kid has done. I I, I don't know. I'm just excited about his future. Well, and. and- to me, that's the kind of player having on a defense that we've just missed the last, uh, or we've missed that kind of play uh, in the Florida game, and we just haven't had that kind of disruption. And like I say, we have to back up and say, we're, we're, these are the teams we're playing. They haven't been good teams, but he was just manhandling the whole time, and that's just that's just showing his trajectory and, and where he's headed. And and I'm excited for, I'm excited for what we have on defense. I mean, we know we're going to lose some guys this year, but. I think with, I think with what we're bringing back, it's going to be interesting to see because we haven't really talked about who's going to come back next year and who's not going to go, and so I'm I'm very interested to see what that's going to look like because, man, we got some players and if we can hold on to a few of these, um, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see, especially on the defense side of the ball, what we're going to be able to do because, man, we've got some athletes and uh, and this could be pretty special. It's it's it is going to be interesting, and I think that's probably something we should tackle after our first regular season game because I'm sure uh, what we've seen in the years past, and I hate to even talk about this already, but I mean just just quick note, I mean what we've seen in your years past, I mean probably the last two or three years has really been there's been a lot of players that have opted out before the bowl game is if it's not something that has been a you know significant like you know New Year's six. Of course, if we make the Peach Bowl or something like that, or the Cotton Bowl, I think there's a decent chance that a lot of them will will hang around for that last game. But at the same time, uh, we're gonna there there will be some that decide to to opt out of that that uh, bowl bowl game and then uh, prepare for the NFL draft. Uh, and yeah, we'll 
we'll have to just get into that later because I mean, yeah, I mean, we've got guys. There's a lot of those guys that are in that junior, like redshirt, redshirt sophomore, uh, and true junior class that are big time playmakers on both sides of the ball, honestly. And there's some guys I had even forgotten are seniors. Devontae Wyatt, I forgot that he was a senior. Now, he's a guy, though, that this year, after Jordan Davis got hurt, and it's been kind of, I mean, he's been the big body in the middle. I mean, he has not had quite as good of a year as he was projected to have. I could see him coming back. And I would hate to say, you know, I'd hate for a guy to get hurt for, for us to get somebody back next year. But, I mean, hell, maybe Jordan Davis may come back because of the injury you know so it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be real interesting to see see uh who decides who makes that decision i know that was getting the cart ahead of the horse kind of thing but it just kind of popped up into my head they started asking kirby about that today so it's uh it's in the it's in the aura and they're they're already talking about it but i also want to talk about special teams was really impressed with how we played on kick returns uh and and punt returns and things like that and, and just getting some Getting some good, uh, getting getting some good play. Special teams is, I feel like we've talked about it a good bit. Uh, Cochran has done a phenomenal job. I mean, if I don't know if he's the the one that has made this happen, but man, we got playmakers on that side of the ball, and it's just not talked about how much that field position and how that just flip of the field or getting that extra 15, 20 yards on a kickoff or, or on a punt how much of a difference that makes uh, putting you in a position to win. And and so that has been a, a part of the game that has not been talked about enough that, that we have excelled at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, again, Kyrus has just been a phenomenal kick returner. I mean, the I guy – number 10, man. I mean, the guy he's, is just – He's playing his tail off. He, he's playing – whenever he gets an opportunity, the man's making it happen. And so – Do you think he's going to get – I mean, at the end of the year, I mean, I feel like he's it's a no-brainer. He gets the most improved reward. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's is he? I mean, he's a completely different per- player this year. I mean, maybe that's mostly because Blaylock got hurt and he he stepped in. But I mean, he has played his tail off this year well, on I mean, special we, teams and on offense. Obviously, we. I mean, we were we were not talking about Karras at the beginning of the season. I mean, he was no, not the no. guy we were expecting to be one of those guys, and he's really been our top top receiver and, and for the whole season. I mean, Stetson. He was Stetson's guy at the beginning of the year. And so they had that chemistry, and, and uh, but the guy was making plays, and has continued to do so whenever he gets the chance. So just just uh, wanted to make sure we we talked about him and uh, and just special teams across the board is just not talked about enough, and uh, and our guys have done a have done a great job there. So had to make sure we got that in. I think uh, I think what we've seen from Cochran is is that he's going to build a special teams that's going to attack, and we have not seen that in quite a long time. I mean, yeah, we had Miko, and Miko was he was almost like a one man show whenever he was returning punts, but now we've seen that that Cochran is capable of of creating these plays in these lanes on these punt returns and kick returns uh, that we have not had in a long time. So I, I'm excited to see where he's going to end up. You know, obviously we're, we're talking a lot about the future and where things look. And, and unfortunately, you know, that's kind of the case right now. I mean, we, we're, we're at the point where our season, it's not for nothing for the rest of the year. I mean, I want to finish strong. And, I mean, winning a New Year's Six Bowl, do you know how many teams and, and fan bases would kill to have that? Do you think Michigan would love to win a New Year's Six Bowl right now? They just kind of want to win a game. Yeah, they probably want to just not lose a, a, a winless uh, Penn State team right now. So, I – 
to me, it's yeah, of course, it's not it's not a championship or bust atmosphere at at this point. I mean, we we're we're trying to get there. We want to get there. Everybody wants a championship. You and I, yeah, we want a championship. But at this point, let's figure out what we have. Figure out how we can produce for the rest of the year, and then go out and capitalize on it, and and finish the year as best as we can. And I think that, of course, we got Vandy this weekend. It sucks. I hate that we have to f- essentially finish the year on that, and hopefully we we get to play Missouri. Hell, at this point, we we don't know if we're going to be able to play Vanderbilt, uh, and we'll get to that here in a second. But you got to finish the strong to start the next year strong as well. Um, so I'm a uh, I just want to. I just want to see us. I just want to see us come out with more fire for the rest of the year, like we did in this game. Is what I want to see. I, I agree. I think we're we're trending up, and that's what you want to see after losing uh, losing to Florida or, or losing that game, and, and where you have don't have the you don't have anything to quote unquote play for uh, in in the eyes of the the nation and all this kind of stuff. I ain't worried about what they have to say. I'm worried about what we're preparing for and what we're, yeah. what we're getting ready for. And so, um, so I, I'm, I'm excited. And, and I, it's, but it's the way that we've played these games. that makes me excited. Like after the Florida game, I was like, you know what? Let's just hang it up. I'm tired of football. I don't want to watch it anymore. My life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is terrible. And then we play some of these games and get back into a groove. And it's like, okay, I think we're. I, I see where we're headed, and I see what we're trying to do, and we're we're making moves and and, and going the right direction. So I'm happy with where we're headed and, and what we're doing. So just got to keep keep that going. Obviously, yeah. we're we're headed to uh, uh, we, got, we got Vandy coming to us this this upcoming weekend, Lord willing. Uh, they are terrible, and so just need another dominant performance. Guys, go out and play well, and. Uh, and so, what are you, what are you thinking? Uh, well, I guess we have to cover the fact that we're hoping that this game happens. Uh, as of right now, there's talk of that players are walking out because of the the Sarah Fuller incident, who was the first female player to be a D1 athlete, college athlete, and all this kind of stuff. So there's been a lot of drama around that. Well, apparently, some players are pretty upset about that whole thing, and part of me is like. I get it, but part of me is like, you know, you were losing to Missouri forty-one to nothing. So it's like, what, what are you really worried about? <laughs> I think they're, they're probably pissed at a lot of different things. They probably hate life right now in, yeah, in general. Yeah, so, so we, there, they apparently have made some demands. Obviously, Derek Mason was fired uh, on Sunday, and so there's a there's a lot going on uh, over in Nashville when it comes to the football program. So. We're just at this point hoping that they have players to get uh, to, to come to Athens at this point. When are we going to kick Vanderbilt out of the SEC? Uh, I'm, I'm ready, willing, and, and able to do so. <laughs> so it's it sucks because they, they're terrible at football, and football runs the SEC. But the SEC is also really, really good at baseball, which Vanderbilt has won two championships, two national championships in the past like 10 years, I think. Uh, Dansby Swanson was on that team. They won a national championship. Uh, so they're good at some things. And they've been good at basketball in the past few years. And obviously the SEC is represented pretty well in basketball over the, over the past like uh, 15 or so years. So the thing is, 
they're just not good at the one sport that we are best at. <laughs> so we should still kick them out. <laughs> who, who do we replace if if we get if we get Vandy? Uh, excuse me, if we kick Vandy out, who do we replace them with? Oh, I don't know. You can't put that on me like this. I mean, um, that's what that's what makes this podcast great. It is. <laughs> So much of it is just off the tip of the tongue. <laughs> the tip of the tongue. I don't know. I mean, I, you, you got to think. I mean, there's some teams in the state of Florida. I mean, there's some there's some teams that that, that are down there that you could could possibly think about. Um, but then you then you have to look in the ACC. I feel like to to pull somebody out of there. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think who have would be. Have you ever a, thought about this? I mean, I, mean, I have, but I, I have, I guess I have, but, but not in a while. I don't, I don't know. All right, um, well, whatever. Who are I'll, you thinking? I'll, I so it used to be I felt that Florida State or Clemson. Don't know if we want to. I mean, obviously Clemson is a, is an obvious answer, but Clemson's not going to. But, leave I, don't that want, cupcake but I don't. But I don't. I was about to say. I, I mean, I thought Clemson, but I'm like, but they're not going to want to do that. Well, if you do Clemson, then you have to split another team out of the east right because i mean clemson was would obviously be in the east even though missouri's in the east but if you kicked out vandy you would be there so that's why you're you're good that makes sense that makes sense (laughs) you're kicking out vandy okay i was about to say you have to split alabama but you don't you don't have to do that uh yeah all right kick out vandy just bring in clemson but florida state is what used to be a team that i was thinking about and but now florida state is as bad as they've ever been, if not the worst. Oh, yeah. Texas is another option because, I mean, you already got Texas A&M. Texas, Texas just wants to be, like, I think they're attached to the Big 12 because it's like Texas is the best state ever and, like, they like Big 12 is Texas. So I think they're just kind of stuck over there and they've got their own network. So they're like, all right, we make more money than all y'all combined anyway so whatever which is that's not true but you know what i'm saying they got they make a shit ton of money uh crap ton of money um but yeah i yeah texas is up there i mean hell you bring oklahoma maybe texas will come in you know then you really got to split it up because they'd be in the west and man you know what if you split up auburn alabama what if we had what if we had 24 teams in the sec let's add as many teams as we can (laughs) we are the super conference no, I, I mean, I have thought about that in the past, but it's interesting how – because now the ACC, and we're just incredibly off track now, but the ACC with adding Notre Dame and the way that they're – like the way that they've changed a little bit, they've got some team – I mean, now when they, with adding Notre Dame, because it just kind of keeps slipping my mind, but now they've kind of got – they're they've got something brewing over there in terms of, mm-hmm. of, of that because now they, there's a big possibility that um, – well, I mean, both of them aren't going to go to the. Or there's that could get very hairy in the playoff if Clemson with Trevor Lawrence then goes in and beats Notre Dame uh, at the, in the ACC championship game. I which think is it's very probably likely. as good of a chance that Alabama and Texas A&M go. Alabama's going to go, in my opinion. Obviously, will not. Obviously, Florida will be playing Alabama and Atlanta, and I certainly will not be pulling for Florida. I. I won't really be pulling for Alabama, but I'm pulling against Florida, so I guess I'm pulling for Alabama, right? So I, I think that's kind of a de facto situation. But there's also just as good a chance that they both get both Clemson and Notre Dame in there, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Well, because right now the, the conversation is, can Ohio State even get in? Like, are they going to be able to – that's kind of the talk right now. I don't now. think they're going to be able to play this weekend. I don't well, think they're going to – Apparently, though, the, some, something the Big Ten's like – 
trying to scramble to fix some rules and stuff like that to give them a shot to, to get into the playoff and all this kind of stuff. And But if Ohio State is not able to – because, I mean, they're just going to run through their schedule. But if Ohio State's not able to play, I mean, it very well could be – which would just be just bonkers if uh, two <laughs> SEC seats – SEC teams and two ACC teams got into the college football playoff. You talk about crazy, but I mean, the whole Alabama A&M thing is going to be exactly how it happened with us and Bama the year mm-hmm. we went. I mean, it's, we won the ACC or the SEC championship, and they just kind of fell into the uh, the, the the bottom spot. And um, who was it that almost made it instead of them? Uh, was it Oregon? Whoever it was, I wish the hell that would have happened. <laughs> oh my God, you and me both. But then that happened. But anyhow, we don't have to go back to that point in our lives. Uh, but like I say, uh, just it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. And at the same time, you have to say, okay, this year has been crazy. It, this year will always always have an asterisk beside it, and uh, and all that kind of stuff. But it, it's gonna get interesting. And and honestly, it's kind of nice. I, I would rather us be in the in the hunt but it's going to be kind of nice to watch this play out and not have any stress about it and just going to be i'm just going to get to be a be a bystander and watch this just burn <laughs> basically it's going to get pretty it's going to get pretty wild it is it it's it's pretty much it's 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 kind of kindling right now is what we're seeing i feel like cuz i mean looking at i mean we talked about it earlier but like looking at this college football playoff ranking i mean you've got i mean ohio state is up there right now in the top four they're number four at a four and oh and i think ohio state's a very good football team they may be i think clemson's probably the most complete team in the country if they had that ross guy wide receiver i think they would be for sure um then again alabama's defense is getting better and better but ohio state is a very complete football team and they're sitting here at four and zero. Okay, so they've only played four games. Everybody else around them has played at least seven. It just doesn't. I mean, none of this stuff adds up. And to be honest with you, like if Ohio State doesn't make the, I know you were talking about the Big Ten trying to, you know, just uh, create new rules or, or change, modify the the existing rules or whatever uh, for for Ohio State to potentially make the Big Ten championship because that's what it is. It's 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 that they wouldn't be able to be. Uh, eligible to make the Big Ten championship, right? Yeah, I think that's if they, if they didn't If they didn't play enough games. So if that's the case, obviously you can't not win your conference championship and, and go, I don't know, man. The conference football playoff changes everything, though. Because, I mean, you got this committee that's like, okay, clearly doesn't matter what happened. Ohio State still may be the best team in the Big Ten, even if they didn't play in their championships. I don't know how all that, that folds out, to be honest with you. It's going to be uh... – Gonna be interesting to see. So, um, but anyhow, I'm just excited. We've uh, we're, we're we're playing how we're playing, and we're going we're we're at the number eight spot uh, as of right now. They put us in at number eight, which honestly I don't know how we got put in at number nine. We didn't talk about that last week. That kind of happened while we were we were recording, but uh, it's it's just an interesting time, man. So um, I don't know what we're gonna I don't know what we're gonna how it's going to shake out, but we, we end the season strong these last couple games and uh, feel pretty confident that we'll get a New Year's Six Bowl and we'll be in a, we'll be in a good spot. So uh, just well, ready to go in and uh, handle business this weekend. 
I'll say that I think a lot of people are realizing that our team, you know, give us a quarterback, you know, a, a serious quarterback, and, and this is actually a pretty pretty darn formidable team. So I promise you, we're the team that everybody's looking at the rankings and thinking, you know, the Cincinnati's and the Texas A&M's. I mean, they're not going to pit two SEC teams against each other in a bowl game or whatever, but the Cincinnati's, the BYU's, Iowa State's or whatever, they're the teams that are like, I don't want to play that Georgia team. I promise you that. Miami? They don't want to play the dogs. No way. Uh, we are currently projected, from what I've seen from a few different places, to play Cincinnati in the Peach Bowl. Uh, Cincinnati or potentially play in the Cotton Bowl against, I can't remember who it was, maybe Oklahoma. Uh, you know, one of those things that, like I said, I mean, I love, I love the way we're playing right now. It's fun to watch, and I like to see us progress until the end of the year and, and capitalize on that, but... It does suck that our biggest goals are off the table because that's that's just a cold hard fact. Uh, unless Florida decides to absolutely suck over the past two weeks, which I don't expect. Jancy, as far as Vanderbilt goes, I know we didn't really cover it, but we there's nothing really to cover. Derek Mason got fired last weekend after losing what was it, forty one to nothing. Uh, sucks to see Derek Mason. I think. There's a lot of people that are speculating that he might end up on Kirby's staff, so maybe that will be to our benefit. Uh, other than that, Vanderbilt has that one running back. <laughs> uh, what an what an analysis! No, never mind. I take that back. He's the guy that went to the draft last year. I don't know, man. I don't know any of these guys. Stetson Bennett is still our passing uh, yards receiver. I mean, start, excuse me, passing yards uh, leader. Uh, which is still funny to see, uh, but that's uh, again that's that gap has been slowly but surely been being closed by uh, Sir J T Daniels. Uh, Chancy, uh, I just wanted to point out, Vandy also they they averaged fourteen point three points a game. So if they score more than seven points, I'll give them a touchdown and an extra point, then I'm upset. I would agree. Uh, we they should never sniff our side of the field. Um, and that should be the way that that is. So we should just we should be able to manhandle them in every every facet of the game. But man, I just want to I want us to do something similar with them. I I'd, I'd love to see just a shutout. I'd love to see like a forty five to nothing just just manhandle. Like they just never they never well, get we, a yeah, chance. Yeah, we gotta beat them better than Missouri did. Did they beat them? Was it forty one nothing? Yeah, it was forty one to nothing. So um. So yeah, we should do that too. So say get let them let them uh, let us play around a little bit, get use the schedule or uh, use the use the full playbook, kind of just get some get some guys some experience and uh, and give JT some more opportunities to throw the ball and, and just give him some more reps in a in a real game experience a real game opportunity. So uh, that's that's what I'd like to see. I want us to take advantage of this because we're just we're not guaranteed Missouri, and so we need we need reps. We need reps. So got to got to take advantage of this game so that's all i got one quick thing recruiting wise we have a kid from south georgia old tift county uh who is supposed to be uh, making his college choice tomorrow which uh, if you're listening actually today if you're listening to this on the on the second uh, his name is tyree west he's a five-star i think defensive tackle maybe end uh and uh He's projected to the dogs, but yeah, I don't know if you've seen him, but he's a old South Georgia boy, man. I love the I love the way that Kirby recruits down there. It's it's nice to see. Uh, Chance, I'm with you. 
let's just go into the game and and just take care of business. I feel like we're talking similarly about this game than we did Mississippi State, but like Mississippi State obviously had the capability of the ability to to play us decently well. Uh, Vanderbilt does not. If we come anywhere close to losing this game, that's that's a, a very upsetting thing. Or if it was uh, ever ever think. close, yeah, uh, like not nowhere close. Like I don't want to be within four touchdowns. Chance, are you going to the game? I am unfortunately having to work, so um, my my schedule. I got too much stuff going on this week to make it up there, unfortunately, but. Hoping for a bowl game, hoping hoping to get to see one more game this season, but we'll obviously be watching the game very aggressively. Ooh, that's a fun thought. I'd really think about like potentially going to the Peach Bowl if it's in Atlanta. That would be fun. Uh, I am going to the game with my brothers and my dad. My dad's birthday is tomorrow or today, if you're listening on the second. Happy birthday, Dad! Happy birthday, Dad! And happy birthday, Bill! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, we're gonna go and uh, for his birthday and take the take the kids. Uh, so should be a fun time. And then it's we're probably gonna leave at halftime because it's gonna be freezing. Uh, but yeah, that's the, that's the plan. So uh, go dogs! Hey, dogs on top. Huh.